It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. We do love to go back through the archives a little bit, and especially when there's two teams playing against each other over the weekend, if we can find a player who's represented both. Now, the most exciting part is we're going to speak to a man who played for St Kilda and Fremantle, but Britt wore the number 21 at Fremantle, the very best I've ever seen it. Heath Black, good morning. (laughs) Yeah, good morning. Uh, The person sitting alongside you wouldn't be too happy with that comment. I hope hope the young fella lived up to... uh, the social side of uh, what I created at Fremantle. I, <laughs> I, think, I think he did. I tried to, Heath, and uh, might have ended my career a little bit prematurely as well there. But anyway, <laughs> um, good to have you on board. And just looking back through your career, a great career. Did the old flipper. Yeah. Fremantle to St Kilda and back to Fremantle. I'm intrigued that mm. initial, when you left, what was your feelings towards Frio? And then on the return, um, you know, what, what was that dynamic like? A really, really hard decision to leave Fremantle. Signed uh, an extension um, uh, to last five years, but wanted to get that experience or um, opportunity to come back and, and play in front of family, which which often happens. Um, but it was it was really, really hard. I think the year I left, I, I finished second in the best and fairest, yeah. and had to get up in front of everybody and oh, and drop the news, you know, pretty much on on best and fairest night, which was really rough. But uh, to come back and have the opportunity to play in front of big crowds and, you know, make a preliminary final for St Kilda, but then obviously did the flip and had to come back for, for family reasons and, yep. and had a, a great time under Chris Conley, who's, you know, a mentor of mine still today. So, Heath, I smell a little bit of Hawthorne and Fremantle in this. When Hawthorne sent Trent Crow to Fremantle, got Luke yeah. Hodge in, then bought Trent Crow back. Jeff Farmer was involved in the trade bringing uh, into Fremantle when you left. Yeah, yeah, it all, the machinations are, are crazy how it, how it all happened. And I tried to get back um, the, the year before, uh, but missed, missed the trade periods back when they were sending faxes. And my manager, yeah, my manager, Ron Joseph, was a real hard-ass and was playing hardball with, with Frio and, and St Kilda. And um, unfortunately, I think we, the fax came through 13 seconds too late. Yeah. And I had to then uh, tail between my legs go back to St Kilda and uh, front up to that group knowing that uh, I wanted, oh, it was just horrendous. But it worked out okay. Grant Thomas actually backflipped and put me in the leadership group that year. And um, he is a a crafty man with with his mind and how to get people motivated. And um, that worked really well. It worked really well going back. Mate, one thing that did have a result in your time uh, throughout, as I said, 69 games at Frio, 54 St Kilda, and then 69 on the way back at Frio. Tell us a little bit about Siren Gate. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was very interesting. Um, obviously, uh, the siren went and um, nobody nobody heard it. Uh, and then I was right in the middle of it. Um, Stephen Baker and Lenny Hayes uh, started to attack Chris Conley, who was yep. wound right up. And um, <laughs> I saw him and obviously good friends with him as well. And then tried to actually be the mediator for a change yeah. <laughs> and and um, separate my coach from a, uh, a wound-up Stephen Baker and a very wound-up Lenny Hayes. Very, very interesting day, that was. Both tough blokes, those two. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, was, uh, I wasn't I was too confident, but um, <laughs> we, uh, I managed to talk my way out of it. Hey, Heath, what does life look like for you now? What are you up to? I'm just gurneying the driveway. Um, <laughs> I don't think over here in WA the gurney's used too often. So I asked to borrow a gurney off the in-laws the other day, and they said, what's a gurney? 
Mm. Well, pressure yeah. hose. I've never heard well, of that. Well, uh, <laughs> when you're in a Melbourne lockdown, the yeah. journey mm. comes out quite often about once every weekend just yep. to uh, numb it. But no, look, in a really, really uh, full-on lockdown over here, um, which personally for me, I, I try and flip it into a positive and I've got four kids and a stay-at-home dad and, you know, yep. in that well-being space with our talent pathway over here at the Oakley Chargers as their well-being coordinator, it sort of puts a handbrake on life and simplifies things. But I tell you what, guys, it's um, this one ha- has really hit Melbourne mm. hard. It's, um, from a mental health perspective, uh, I can really see the anger and the anguish. And unfortunately, in a weird way, it's about 20 degrees here in Melbourne and the sun's out. So when that happens on the weekend, people get get out. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, just a bit worried, obviously, about what the repercussions of that will be over the next coming days. Just on that, we know that you've obviously you mentioned they're doing the work in the wellbeing space and an advocate for mental health. But we try to raise money for Lifeline on this show, and we heard the numbers three and a half thousand yesterday that went into Lifeline Lifeline yesterday. It's it's really scary, isn't it? It is, and and even myself, as I said lockdown i've been you know lockdown one you, you set up your garage with all your weights and your gym and, yeah. <laughs> and, you know it's pretty impressive setups we have over here if you're into that and um look personally even you know last week for a couple of days i, I dropped right off routine and started to eat pretty poorly and you know I'd sit on the couch and have too many reds and, and all of that and you, you you can use COVID and the lockdown as an excuse to go away from routine yep and i think you know the emotion that I've felt within the community around here, this lockdown is is anger, mm. and when when sort of anger kicks in, it's a it's a bloody really strong emotion, and it can um, can make people pretty wayward. But as I said, um, the wellbeing space, I feel really really uh, sad for our, our young. And uh, Mickey will understand this. You know, the Oakley Chargers is a is a factory for draftees, and mm. we have our boys in Metro with no opportunity to to play. And yet, on the flip side, we've got the NAB League country regions playing. So, can you imagine yeah. how our Metro boys feel? It's it's, no, it's a real, crazy. it's crazy. No, nah, mate, completely understandable. And we are over here in WA wishing everyone on the East Coast all the best. Heath Black, thank you very much for joining us, mate. And, of course, Lifeline 13, 11, 14, if you do need to speak to anyone, as we heard yesterday, or Thursday it was, 3,500 calls to Lifeline. So, Heath, mate, thanks very much for joining us and good luck with the four kiddies at home. And, and the yeah, gurney. Pleasure. Great to catch up. If okay. it's not polished concrete at home, I'll be really <laughs> annoyed, mate. Thanks very much. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.